Yo, Chuck, run a power move on him. say something to you to give you a true knowledge of yourself and life so that the same glory and success attained by other men who understand themselves may be yours man in the full knowledge of himself is a superb and supreme creature of creation when man becomes possessor of the knowledge of himself he becomes master of his environment the captain of his own ship the director of his own destiny the accomplisher of his own ends what's happening what's happening so um so we're here, this is the, we're at the Brooklyn Combine. We are the Brooklyn Combine. And so I just before we even start getting into this conversation, I think we should just start with who is present today. Start to my left. My name is Jason Vives, Clark Harry, member of the Combine, proud father too. Uh, Barnabas Crosby, uh, father, educator, writer. Uh, Rudy, dreamer, father. Um, I'm Jazz. The youngest, youngest member of the combine. Youngest in charge. Yeah, youngest in charge. Um, Ken Golds. What's up? <laughs> it's Kenneth Montgomery, esteemed <laughs> civil rights criminal and entertainment attorney. My name is Keith White. I'm an attorney, father, husband, all those things too. So, I guess we should just jump right into it. I mean, we feel like we need to have a conversation and we need to have conversations internally and we need to have conversations with our community at large about some of the things that have happened and some of the things that are continuing to happen. So just jumping right into it, right? Historically, right, there are things there are things happening now and there are things that have happened before, but what's happening now that is kind of like the biggest concern that you can think about? For me, I would say the that the, does there seems to be no hope if you look at history mm -hmm. that this is going to be a, a cycle that we can't get out of it's a we're on a loop mm -hmm. it's kind of like a black mirror episode <laughs> where a, every generation is coming through and it's like this thing hasn't stopped mm -hmm. and ken ken says it like they got us good in this proverbial day is the powers that be white supremacy and those who benefit from it black white yellow, green, there are people all over that are winning and then there are people are losing and I think that there isn't hope but we're doing the work to, to create something else or another system that that can actually work and be sustainable hmm. uh, I'm, I'm where Jazz is, I guess look I'm 45, I spent a lot of time in court, I spent a lot of time almost as a, in the middle of this ideology and the people who run it and the people who are a part of it and the cause in it. And on many a day, it does seem very hopeless. However, it's something that Franz Fanon says is that, you know, we need innovation and we need to let Europeans be Europeans. Mm. It seems as though we're so, they got us so jammed up in this thing and that our level of success is through the eyes of their their lens. Well, our definition of success. Yeah, our yeah. definition sure. of success is that. So I I I'm I'm very um, bothered as to what we are doing to 
put the people that are coming behind us and who we passing the baton onto, putting them in a position to look at this in a different kind of way, with a different kind of a lens. And I, I struggle with that, to be honest with you. Because at this day and age, we don't teach our children. We don't um, have a working ideology in a system that is purposive, you know, and, and that, that's, that's where I'm at. I don't, I, you know. Right. So, I mean, I mean, listen, we, we, we have seen historically people who've had what you're discussing, right, is liberation mindset. How do we get free, right? We've had people have these conversations, like you said, in the loop. But sometimes it feels like a sense of hopelessness because we have examples like Denmark Vesey, yes. right? And so I don't know if you want to kind of just tell us about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Denmark Vesey. We I was actually was going to name my stone name was supposed to be Vesey, but Candace did Nick say on Then I wanted to be Bigums with the Knicks on that. <laughs> and we ended up with Stone, but Denmark Vesey was someone who, by 1818, he was 51 years old. He was a founding member of some Episcopal African church. Mm -hmm. He had traveled with his master um, the seas and got an opportunity to, to, to really endear himself to Africa and African culture. And after getting his freedom, I think, some 18 years prior, had decided that he was going to form an army. Mm -hmm. And he, he recruited 9,000 soldiers. Wow. He um, had, there was an arsonist section, the people who were responsible for burning down a town. There was people who were the servants to the masters who were supposed to slit their throats while they were sleeping. Mm -hmm. And he had got everything together. And before they can execute, um, a member told, mm -hmm. another black person right. told, and it was foiled. Denmark and his soldiers were hung, killed, and such is life. His why did that person tell? Yeah. Oh, um, well, I don't know why that person told, <laughs> but I know as a result of telling, that person became an enslaver mm -hmm. and got their freedom. Mm -hmm. Denmark was supposed to take those people he freed, and they were going to get on a ship, because they had shipmasters, and they were going to go to Haiti and, and back to Africa as immigrants. Mm -hmm. Because remember what was going on. Everybody was looking at what happened as Haiti is hope. Right. And, right. and um, you know, well, every, the enslaved <laughs> were looking at as hope. And then the, the, uh, the slave masters, fear, fear was like on prevalent, very prevalent. Mm -hmm. And laws changed, mm -hmm. as we know. A lot of things changed because it was like, I don't want to lose my comfort. Right. As as a slave master, I'm making all this money. I know for generations my kids are going to be good. Well, that goes back to what Kenny said. He said uh, our definition of success has be has become this um, has been defined by European standards, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we have things that are culturally indigenous to who we are, right, and we abandon those things and we accept somebody else's standard of success, then money, prestige, and those things. You know, and it right. is ill because that incident to me because there's millions of examples of that incident because it, it's this impression that we wasn't fighting that right. like, this right. what happened to us you know we were subservient it. docile people like, right. we were rebelling and revolting forever but it makes me think of what's in the 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 DNA of the American paradigm which is you 
America has to stomp out right. black thinking Pro- and nationalism, progressive, independent mm-hmm. thought. To this day, they have to do that. And I think we're living amongst the results of that suppression because there is, where is the black independent critical angry thought? <laughs> I mean, in this room. But I think one of the, one of the things that uh, is interesting about what you know you and Jazz were speaking to earlier is this, it's almost like a, um, an exasperation or a continuation of the hopelessness that a lot of people are kind of dealing with because, you know, clearly the numbers were there. Mm-hmm. You know, people wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the powers that be, that, that be, did not. But I don't know if the if people wanted it to happen. Yeah, I don't. I think that. I mean, I think that when you look at slavery, Jim Crow, and you look at today, you can draw parallels between each of those that 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 that's informed by a certain level of comfort. Mm-hmm. If I don't get beat very often, I get to eat. I'm clothed, Why would I get and, <laughs> and 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 I'm, and I'm essentially taken care of. I just got to work in the field. Then I might be inclined to say, you know what? I'm not choosing death, or I'm not choosing the threat of death for freedom. Right. Right. Same right. thing with somebody who in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who's saying, well, I have a relative level of comfort. I might have to bash my head in every Sunday, and I might, you know, I might have to work really hard and beat my body up to be a certain way. But I, at a certain master keeps me in a nice house, a nice car, and I'm famous, right? And so there's a certain level of comfort that comes with something, um, that comes with this system, that I think that people buy into. They buy into. Do we judge them for that? I don't. I I don't. I judge them for my. I don't judge them, but I have my the things that I'm going to do. I don't believe there's a um, there's some moral. Yeah, yeah, that's like you had to do this. I understand it. I, I get it. Like, that's not what I'm choosing, and everybody has to make their own choices. So I'm not judging. That's just not for me. You have to judge ideas, though. You can judge ideas and not feel bad about judging an idea. I don't know. I don't know if 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 judge is the word is is the word that I feel about it. But what you what you what you're describing the subscription is like a a passive subscription to our own condition right and so if you're in the nfl and i'm not even talking about those of of us who don't fully understand our situation i'm talking about those of us who do which are worse Mm -hmm. you know who are worse in my in my opinion and so if you're if you're concerned and your own personal narrative is i'm good my family's good a lot of my people are not but i'm good i judge that you know, I judge those of us who have the means and have the wherewithal and have the understanding but of see, they, but condition we, those, but, and don't do anything. But those about, of us, we've always been in that position. Right? In this journey here, in the American experience, we've always been in that position. Um, the the problem, like, you know, there was this whole debate on, well, what do we, it's, it's, this is always it. What can we do so that we're okay in this, in this space? Mm-hmm. And Western culture, should we go and get educated? Yo, let's all go get educated. Right. Cats went and got all educated. And they still. And they won. still. <clears throat> should we all go get rich? Should we all. Cats been making money. Mm-hmm. Still, same thing. So, what is it? And for me, is we're unwilling to. It's like the other day in, in um, class. Remember when we was going over the John Henry Clark movie with the kids? Mm-hmm. And Chloe's brother 
said, I said, yo, what do you think we should do? He said, he said, yo, go get weapons and kill something. And he ain't say it like that. This is like a sweet little kid. He was thinking on the survival. He was thinking on survival. And and for us, we were I think as a as a community, we were very uncomfortable with the other side of what that looks like. And when you and when you think about this, like, look, they everybody talking this go back to Africa shit, but we can't. You know why? Because the Russians and Chinese and Afrikaner right. is in Africa. Capitalism is in Africa. So it's like we always the Caribbean colonized. Mm-hmm. Like every so it's like we've been in this nomadic position in America, no language, no land, trying to exist with a system that was built in in antithesis to our existence. Existence, you, you know, yeah. I, I think what's interesting too about that, I think, yeah, there are a lot of people really, really afraid about the other side, yeah. But I think, in addition to that, some people just don't want to fucking work, oh, yeah, they just true. don't, they yeah, and just that's don't the problem. They don't have the But here's the, here's, the, here's the problem with that, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you're gonna work either way, mm-hmm. yes. you're either gonna work for your freedom or somebody else's, yeah. And so, right. trying to convince people. Hey, listen. You might as well work for something right. that's going to benefit you, right. right? Is 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 really problematic when they think that the thing that they're doing works for them, mm-hmm. and so it becomes uh, it becomes a thing where, and I think that Fred Hampton understood it, right? He said, "When we work to free people, we don't just work to free them. We don't just work for them to be free. We work for them to be free to choose." to remain enslaved, mm-hmm. right? And so that's where the judgment comes, right? right? Where you're like saying, okay, you know what? I gotta try to, I gotta try to free these people, but if they don't wanna be free, that's on them. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to, at this point <laughs> in my life, I'm, I, I'm, I think a lot of my thinking have always been sort of idealistic, but I'm very clear that you, you know, it's about building communities right. and executing. At the end of the day, you ain't gonna save everyone. everyone. And the the primal human thing is to find the most easiest, comfortable way to go. And yo, know, being free, this shit is work. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. This shit ain't right. Like, this shit ain't um, you know easy. This shit is, is, is quite yeah. It's quite hard. Right. Being free and and seeking freedom. So it's like we gotta put these kids in a position where they can develop their own concept right. of freedom and and the narrative because I, I don't think if we keep giving them it's like like Jazz said it's generation from generation the same shit is happening
about generation to generation the same thing happening right what do we think now about um about mass violence mm. right because if if the, we spoke in and um and chloe's little brother said oh we need to get guns <laughs> right that's a little kid saying that right mm. and so 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 obviously there is an idea that the answer <laughs> to oppression yes. is violence yes. right yes. and so and we're seeing it now, right, play out, right, mass violence. And so, what do we think about the latest school shooting <laughs> you in know, Florida? And it's funny because, like, I, this is probably, like, the, one, of the, one of the school shootings I probably know least about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it, I can't help but to compare what's going on, what that school shooting, or what's, going, what's being projected in the media via politics. And uh, the, the overall like media co- consumption that the youth are getting with video games and shit like that. So this is like the school shooting is just like a part of the thing. But do you think that the problem is the NRA? I think the problem is America. Like I think America has unhealthy culture. Period. And violence is a part of it. Mm. Think about like you got violence, which is a part of our culture. You know what I'm saying? You have. Cowboy culture in America is like, like, look, let's be frank. America's America because of violence. Right. Right. So when it spills out in that form, no one should be shocked at that shit. Like, you know, we were going, I, I can, I can't even uh, keep up with the amount of dudes who been shot growing up in Brooklyn in the time that I did, I grew up and metal detectives was in our school in 1986 in right. high school. Mm-hmm. We were getting popped off. To show you how powerful the cowboy culture is in America, white kids, say, what is it, Sandy Hook? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little, cute white kids right. who nannies push around were killed. Vegas, killed. And America is still like, that white male American cowboy culture is still like, yo, you ain't taking our guns. Mm-hmm. And I think for the most part, that is... American white supremacy ideology manifesting itself in these small little pockets where you have some white male youth who's radicalized by American culture out here doing what he does. And it's fine. And it's exactly nothing they're going to be able to do. It's they exactly can't do shit. And here's how wild a prop the argument is. You got NRA who, who's, who's totally compromised the Congress and the senators. Like, they got them, right, they jam. In the they jam. They in their pockets. The lobbyists write the laws, and the, 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 the Democrats get up there and say, gun laws, gun laws, gun laws, to put on the show. And then the politicians come out and say, yo, it's a mental thing. That shit ain't no mental thing. Like, people don't kill. The, most people with mental issues... Are not committing they, they, violence. They, they, they're removed. They're removed from that shit. To, to this, like, if it is a mental, oh, fine, it's a mental thing. Why is he allowed to buy a gun? It's the access, and you hit it on the head, Uncle Rudy. What's right. the, it's the, the access. access, and they don't want to be controlled about the access of it all. Right. So, so, right. so, and they refuse. So, think about it. This shit happens, and they say, "Yo, we're not going to politicize this and talk about right. but this it is time to mourn." Mm-hmm. What are you talking what about? It is. Did Malcolm you know, say that? Malcolm, if mm-hmm. that was that was. 
when when Kennedy was murdered. It was yeah, chickens, chickens coming on the roof. When you have when you establish this environment, I mean, literally in the roots, the blood in the soil of of our of this place, it's gonna spill over. Yeah, it's it's going to, and you know, it's like these. It's, it's just what you said, Ken. This stuff is, is swept to the side when it's when it's these are domestic. These are terrorists. These are right. terrorist acts, terrorists. right? And you don't hear anything about you know any other other bullshit except you know this is a misguided kid. Mm-hmm. This kid goes to Starbucks. Well, see, that's that American. Yeah, see, that, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's all that American narrative. Right. Well, 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 let me say this though. I I think that it's important to note that this is not an aberration mm-hmm. from. The, the DNA or the genetic code of America, right? right? Mm-hmm. We, we look at the, you look at, go back to how this country was formed, right? It was property owners, wealthy property owners convinced poor workers that the British were being unfair and how they were being taxed. They weren't being represented well. And so they started the propaganda campaign that led to the forming of the United States of America. The idea that they were able to get these poor white guys to be violent, right, <laughs> mm-hmm. on their behalf, mm-hmm. right, is very consistent with the idea that a lot of these um, white guys who are now doing all these mass shootings, whether it's in school, whether it's blowing up federal buildings, right, it's, 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 it's all consistent yeah. with what America has been. That's and the it language. All, and it, and the propaganda hasn't changed. The Mm-mm. propaganda, Same. the propaganda is there is this foreign interest yep. mm-hmm. that is oppressing you. The foreign interest was the British at one point. Now the foreign interest is immigrants. Yep. It's gays. Blacks, gays it's black. It's your right? constitutional it's our, rights. It's people yeah, coming right. to try but to that white so, But because this is an experiment in white nationalism, yes. America is an experiment in white nationalism, and so because of that. There are things that are built into the fabric of white nationalism to protect itself. And, and, and it won't, if you notice the, 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 the narrative, they don't get to that shit. They don't talk about that. Right. They, it's all, the narrative is always shifting away from what it really is about. And, right. But what's, danger, what's interesting, I ain't saying it's dangerous, what's interesting is those, those wealthy white men who are in power, they, their kids now are dying. Mm-hmm. And if what was interesting when the media was to show, you know, they put the mother on the on the television crying, screaming, or that what could be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got some students saying, yo, our generation is gonna handle this differently. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the next 15, 20 years here. Right. As as you now have a generation of white kids who are cultivated in this social media pop right. culture right. thing. But you know what I think is interesting too, is just like the introduction to high degrees of violence to young to people at younger and younger ages, mm-hmm. and how acceptable it is, and you know parents watching. When was so, it different though? I don't think it was different, but I think um, at this moment in time, it's probably a lot less attended. Nah, so like, man. So cowboys they, and Indians, man. Yeah, we was yeah, kids, but cowboys the, and we was rooting for cowboys, cops and they was cop, We was rooting for for cowboys to kill. People in their native land. But if you think about, like, say, like a Grand Theft Auto, 
uh-huh. a UFC. I sued them too. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you think right. about GTA. all of that shit, and mm-hmm. like, you know, you put your kid, some people put their kids in the room, and their kids is playing this shit for hours on end. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, when you think about like some of these situations that you've seen in the last couple of years where kids is like taking cars and they bang bang shooting cops and stealing and crashing. But it's just more, you know? it, I guess it's more straightforward now, right? But it was more subtle. Even our karate flicks, when we were, just we were watching karate, karate yeah. flicks, right? I don't go outside karate karate yeah. flicks were like, it was the imperialists, mm-hmm. right? The J- Japanese imperialists coming in and being oppressive mm-hmm. to right. the, the Chinese, right? We're we dealing with a society, though. Amer- uh, white supremacy in Western culture has has mastered violence. Mm-hmm. Like, right. literally, what violence is is this. Press the motherfucking button. That's it. And it's- like, uh, you're, You got somewhere across the... Somewhere right now, someone in the Department of Justice in the Pentagon... Is pressing a button, just like they moving, and a, a drone mm-hmm. is moving around mm-hmm. and is going to kill right. some people. It's so it's not even per, it's not personal now. It's it's literally like. Whoop. But you know what's funny? They do don't like get any iller than brain that. studies on like, can you actually stab somebody or can you push this button to wow. to do the job, right? And a lot of people they could not like you it know penetrate stab. somebody's flesh with a with a sharp object, but they can push a button. And, that and would facilitate the action of somebody dying. So there was another study. The people who are doing the droning, they're mm-hmm. still getting PTSD. Oh, wow. Just as Hold on. So the people who yes. pressing the button have PTSD? Yes, they're still experiencing. Because we're not... That's not a part of our, 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 our human to thing. Kill, to yeah. kill. Yeah. So even even though it's removed, it's easier to do. You still have the same still consequences. consequences of it. Yeah. The product is the same. America's fabric is... I don't think this can end well for America. I think America is going to have to. Be nice America is cannibalizing also. itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at look at who is at the head of the <laughs> the American food chain, is probably the the, the most imbecilic yeah. person yeah. Um, in in pop culture, mm-hmm. right? And he is the president, <laughs> right? And so America is cannibalizing itself. It's mm-hmm. hating itself and it's eating itself alive. Wow, you that's know? that's that's pretty. And if I'm, we look at if we look at history. Um, I wouldn't say this is the the largest empire in the past, but uh, European Americans and Europeans they look back to it. You can look at the the Roman Empire. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had it on smash. Yeah. <laughs> biggest army they could come in and they take you out. Right, and it fell apart. And, and it, it's kind of similar to what's going on now. It's completely the similar. Senators and the politicians had all the money. Right, it was it was it was a weird. Nah, it's a lot of similarities. I know people say that a lot, but that shit is very. It's, we're right there, right slave. There. Mm-hmm. We have a large slave population. We yeah. don't want to call it that because we have this deal over it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what's re- what's really interesting what? though is that um, when this kid uh, and I don't want to say his name to give him mm-hmm. props, but when this kid um, shot all those kids and killed seventeen people down in Florida. He was um, apprehended alive, right? Yeah. And so, but <laughs> now, right now we've that, now you, you got to think he he wasn't still shooting. He 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 was able to get back in with the kids. Remember, so they couldn't just pop them. They had okay. To him. They had to him. But 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 I think that he was given a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And we now we look at now, <laughs> another pivot. Right uh-huh. now we look at. Um, the recent um, acquittal of Officer Hugh Barry oh, up in the Bronx, right? It's crazy. Where he killed uh, a 66-year-old black woman. Mentally ill woman. Who actually right? mentally ill. Actually yeah. mentally actually ill. Mentally who had a back. A medically, back. Right? And he's, he's trained to deal with that. Right. And and I, you know what? I have some personal 
I, sh- I cross-examined him mm-hmm. because it was a young kid that I represented, Gay Diaz, who was beaten to a pulp. Wait, do we have the technology to put the video right here? Oh, right yeah. 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 Right, so, so we're going to put the video right here <laughs> yeah. so they can see yo, this yo, officer in action yo, on your yo, case. He, I posted it, though. Yeah. Yo, he beat this kid, him and his other fellow officers, two who were The same Hispanic, officer who was same acquitted. Same officer, Barry. I cross-examined him, tore his ass up, a group of... Majority white jurors from Dutchess County and Southern District found no liability, gave gave nothing, and I crossed that guy, Barry, and he was, in my opinion, dopey, just follower, sort of like what we talked about today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You in the gang and you just get down to follow, and yeah. he followed, and it doesn't surprise me that he killed that lady, because mm-hmm. he didn't have, he seems like the type who has no uh, critical thinking skills. Chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. Ba- Babylon, Babylon. At my window, all I see is Babylon. On the news, all I see is Babylon. And all niggas do is just Babylon. Money and hoes, more money and hoes. If I sold dope, I'd have plenty of flows. I spend the projects like J Rock. I would have more than likely slang rock. All my life, I done been around Crips and Bloods, Pimps and Thugs. Just the name of few. Drugs. Mama say it's in my blood, but she don't know what the fuck I've been through To creep through the back door, the typical black boy in the good old USA Before I push rhymes like Wade, I used to want to play for the NBA Fuck hey. them talking about Pineal Glen Ancient ways of Sumerians Ain't nothing wrong with a righteous man That's why I had to write this, man For my niggas on the corner selling water There's somebody daughter fluctuating prices, man I ain't got no gavel, I ain't tryna fight nobody battle. I, I just wanna be free. I ain't tryna be nobody chattel, nobody chattel, nobody chattel, nobody chattel. You know, it brings up the question, even with the previous topic, like the value of life. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it also goes back to, to the first point that we were talking about, just in terms of uh, the hopelessness. It's like a lot of, you know, I, I can't necessarily say what was going on in the officer's mind or in the kid's mind that, that made the, them pull the trigger. But, you know, if there was like any ounce of value for human life or mm-hmm. another human life, I would assume that a person would pause in their thinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm just too optimistic. Nah, but you know, I'm a, I ain't, listen, we need some sort of optimism, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what, I'm going back a little bit. Like, the reason why they think of freaking arrest that white kid with no incident is because the American narrative is that the white guy is not the violent person to be feared. It's the context. I was having a a conversation with a white liberal, and I was asking asking him, um, when he moves through life, does he ever catch himself? Like, oh, I'm having a thought, a train thought. Your first thought is usually a train thought. 
Like he he's around black kids. He's a, he's an educator, and he he wants to help. But you still have your moments when it's like, oh shit, this black guy looks dangerous. Right. So he skated around it a little bit. I'm sure, I put him on the spot. But then he said something that happened when he was a, a little kid. It was him and his brother at dinner with his parents. And his brother was like, does this make me racist? If a black guy and a white guy are coming at me at the same time, I'm going to take the black guy out. And he was like, in that moment, he was like, yeah, that's racist. Because you made a decision not based on logic, but based off of race. Mm-hmm. And I think from we have all this programming. Like There's an argument that it is logic. The argument that it is logic is that if, I, if I'm in America and I'm a black man, the chances are... That I've been marginalized, Mm -hmm. underserved, not protected. And so the chances are that I am, that I I have an issue with this system Mm -hmm. versus a white person who would be well adjusted to a system that serves them. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it is logical to think that a black person has been underserved and marginalized. They should be afraid. But also, it's I don't know if it's fear as much as it's this person has a bigger it's has a bigger likely. issue. Mm-hmm. This person is well adjusted. This person is not well adjusted. Mm-hmm. Whereas, however, on the flip side, if I'm in if I'm in Ghana and I see some black person coming towards me, right? I'm thinking this is their native land. This is where they're from. This is their culture. Mm-hmm. This is th- th- their set of standards and values are all here, right? They're well adjusted. I don't have anything to think to worry about, mm-hmm. right? But if I see a white person in Africa, I might be thinking like colonizer, <laughs> like you know, like I'm, yeah, I'm, but, looking, but, I'm looking at a suspect. But for me, I'm walking around. And I'm I'm scared as shit walking right. around in America. The yeah. white guy with the suit is the scariest <laughs> yeah, yeah. motherfucker on the planet. Like he's <laughs> dropping nuclear bombs and anytime I'm in the room, that's a fact. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Why nobody's scared of him though? But that's dro- this dro- dropping my he don't, he, don't, he don't disrupt your immediate. But I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of. I'm not afraid of him, the individual. Right. I'm concerned about his system. Yeah, but but I'm afraid. Right. individual and I'm, when I'm dropping my kids off to school and it's a schoolyard and it's five entrances so it's five ways in and out and my kids are eight years old and there's all these kids and I'm looking for the white guys right. Yo, I, right. I'm looking for the white guys I'm looking for the young white males there's it's, there's a whole bunch of kids of color you know whole um, Latino kids and black kids few white kids in the neighborhood and I'm looking like so what is this white dude I don't know this white dude and you know there's, there's, there's black Spanish dudes men and women standing all around and I'm not studying yeah. But why does society give the most violent guy a pass? So the most violent take a turn for the worse. We got shots fired down the street. Good to the last drop niglets, hood to the last pop them bigot ass piglets. Go for the bosses, dicks are higher. Beat walkers still get caught up in the crossfire. Get at the sarge, you give the orders. The rest of them punks are quit the force and get slaughtered. Use stealth, play alleys, jet. We'd rather not alert them, nosy fella rallies. Yet, keep the local random cases in each state. Skate to the beaches for the season and be straight. You on call, keep your nikes on tight, no white. Anybody tell, get lighted on sight. 
The ring is on a need to no basis No persons, places, things, and no faces Get back, join your own, act it alone Back home, your family be provided for while you're gone It's a price on all snitches If you nice, bring back eyes, fingers, toes, and pitches Send copies to those who sing in the blues Mothers and fathers who's unjustly accused Our species is in danger Wear gloves and strike in a city where you a stranger Gotta let them fools know And send them a message, let them POWs go Absolute power corrupts absolutely Now you have your orders, do your duty A new way to let the shot spray A few drops a day, double espresso, DA latte No smell nor taste, hardly traceable Wait to waste a prosecutor, paid to get the case pulled Learn them a lesson for giving bros mass dresses A long list of CO's, names and addresses A fake judge with many years on the bench And sent some good cats to the chair Was aired in the trench They say her tongue was teared out, smeared and drenched The whole system scared and doubt in a fair stench And she was tortured, some say post-mortem The suspect took his own life before they caught him It's real spooky, like a real trife movie Remember the part the Terminator killed two. So the most gonna, violent guy is the white guy. Why is he getting the our, pass? Our programming, like when you turn on the news, right. they, there's a bunch of crimes committed, and and but the crime, the person you see committing the crime That's is right. a black guy. Mm-hmm. Even if it's kind of blurry, you get the right. Hint. Like right. it's a, it's a. Oh, I think he's black. His name is Tyrone Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Yo, and and then TV, and you say this all the time. Why? It, it's weird. It's like this. It's this weird thing. They're afraid, but they like it. I want to see the ignorant rapper guy who talks about shooting people up. Turn up. You and, and your kids can go to school with my kids, but not too many of them. So, so the, the white guy gets a pass in a nice suit who stands on a stock exchange floor and does a deal where some kids in third world are, based on this deal that he does right. on that floor, that kid in third world is going to die. Yeah, he won't have water. He won't have water or food or something. Right. Right. That guy gets applauded as this, the brilliant, genius, civilized guy. Or the white NBA who's going in and setting up uh, mechanisms of gentrification. Right, yeah. right. Um, no, no, it's just, that's a fact. You know, <laughs> so, so they have these things called these, I think they're called like focus attention tests, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're called. But what they are is like they, t- they give you a task, right? They show you like a video. They give you a task. They say, focus on the, the passing of the basketball. So you watch this 10-second second video, and then after they say, well, did you see the gorilla? Right? Nobody would see the gorilla because they're focused on the passing of the basketball. Then they replay the video, and then now you're looking you for the, the Now you see the gorilla. So I think a lot of what's going on now, just swinging it back to... You know, the white guy in a suit versus, like, these regular-ass black people. The media has has created the narrative that they're focused only on the black people. And so these white people are kind of, like, weaving through. We were talking about Invisible Man, but it's Mm -hmm. almost in reverse now because it's like now these white people are kind of able to weave through society, like, kind of, like, undetected and do all this fucking damage, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's it's, it's ill because... And, and he, back to that, that kid, uh, uh, the, the, the young man in Florida, oh, the oh, shooting, oh. right? Yo, he, you know what's interesting about that case? His lawyers, you see what his lawyers said? She put the arm around him. I no, no, that. but his lawyers said, yo, he's guilty. We're going to plead guilty. And, you know. He's broken. He's a he's, hurt child. I get, I get that. No, look, that's mitigation. Any that's lawyer mitigation. Halfway, no death penalty. You know what I'm saying? No death. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I, I was surprised that the lawyer is saying that, that you ain't even got all the facts. Right. This kid might really be damaged, and mm-hmm. you're saying guilty like. And he wasn't picked up at the scene. He wasn't at the scene, like yeah. it's and the way he was picked up. Listen, he didn't get Eric Garner. He didn't get Tamir Rice, Not and that's all. because the white guy 
gets to walk around and same thing with same, you know, right. same thing with Officer Barry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to beat you get to beat up a young kid. Mm-hmm. And and Gabe is probably like five seven, one hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah. Right. Maybe. You just get, get Gabe who Gabe you, Gabe, 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 is, like, Gabe is the the the, the guy who this officer beat, beat up. Yes. Right. And then a woman, a black elderly woman who's mentally ill, they claim self defense, gets gets murdered, mm-hmm. and this guy gets. And back to how shit ain't changing. Mm-hmm. When we were younger, some of us here definitely Jazz wasn't even itching his pops pants. <laughs> but Eleanor Bumpers, Eleanor Bumpers, yeah, it was Eleanor Bumpers was an old yeah. black lady. Who had mental issues. And those who, projects right off the third act. Yes. Yeah. Okay, they, they busted her crib. Cops. Shotgun. Blew a, blew a hole in her chest. Blew her finger off. Killed her. Yeah. Shit is crazy. What a 12 so, Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that, like shit ain't like what what I don't think I think now we just we're almost desensitized. But going back to how things hasn't changed and we talked about this on the thread with Jeff Sessions. The the, the, the point of a cop <laughs> or sheriff is to protect the shire, shire. Yeah. Right. and the people in this shire or counties are white people. You, and you know what Jeff Sessions actually gave an exclusive interview to this week? You know? Breitbart. Breitbart, yes, yeah. He gave an exclusive interview with an organization that has a section on their site called Black Crime. <laughs> That's, yeah. I haven't even been that's on that the, that's the, this, I'm not this, giving them clicks, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah, let me turn my ad block. The, that's, the, that's the Department of Justice is the head, the of, head of the Department of Justice right. is giving an exclusive interview with a organization that's clearly racist, right wing, and this is the guy you know who's up here talking about the Anglo. Let's talk about the Anglo American. <laughs> what do you say, the Anglo Saxon? What do you say, Anglo American uh, jurisprudence? Uh, some uh, yeah. We listen, here's, here's what my problem was with that. <laughs> we know it's Anglo American. We here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. The thing thing I want us to discuss is what has the Anglo American law created? It protected slavery. It encouraged slavery. It did. It sat by while Jim Crow. Um, it sat by uh, with uh, the, the the women's suffrage. Um, it sat by idly and created this thing called mass incarceration. It was there for de facto segregation. It did all these nasty things, mm-hmm. but we talk about it, and that's that goes to this American exceptionalism thing. That's why America may have no hope. America may not have have any hope. We have to have hope. But now, humanity has. Yeah, to. humanity, right, right. but. The thing is, the American spectacle is incapable of reflecting on its own damage because the moment it begins to reflect on what it's done, that's when the fear sets in. Because to, right. yeah, because because according to if the American mindset is they got to keep their foot on our neck. Right. They know what they I mean, that's race. right. Look, look, we we created Al Qaeda. <laughs> we created yeah. ISIS. 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 So the idea is we. Uh, but our policies that allow or create these organizations, right? We have to now reinforce and perpetuate our barbaric nature in order to keep them from getting out of control. Yes. Right. Yes. And so it's it's the idea of empowering warlords, whether they're international or domestic. Yeah. Right. And so J- Jeff Sessions is a warlord. Warlord. Right? Look, look, he the sheriff, the Anglo sheriff will. Where, where does the slave militia come in on that? Why was these patrols and why were these 
white men giving these guns to begin with. Right. When you right. go back to keep them niggas in line. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, right. and in every case, now our our thing would be now is the National Reserve. But when there was a revolt in Louisiana, when that happens. The slave masters, they call upon the militia. Like, yo, get them out right, there because right. our money. Yeah. That's, right. Or when even a couple... That's the history of Rikers, right? Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the namesake mm-hmm. for Rikers was a slave owner who went, around, um, who went around imprisoning free blacks and um, making them slaves again. Sounds like, like a movie. Like right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so now, so, so I thought that what you gave, you gave a very like... You gave a very powerful image of right of the idea of this savage man of color right being super dangerous, <laughs> and this civilized white guy being um, being super like safe right. Mm-hmm. And so if we like, but we really we know everyone in this room knows that that's like a juxtaposition of the reality. Smart, you like a contemporary museum of art that farts, that's harsh. Narcissism on narcotics, on sharp objects in large pockets at dark. You ain't gotta holler, keep it, metal get solid. Lead the leaders, that's how you follow it. Then clobber it, low on energy, fine peach cobbler, then goblet. Yeah, it's food in them drums and boxes. Them up, then they'll drop it. Then they'll rapidly flicker till they disappear. Blinking gradually, quick as today isn't here. And that's da, 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 just to be back in. Reincarnated exact twin, exact 10, exact 12. Do I really gotta say it? Then we all play it. Don't jump a bubble over shoulder thump. Hold up, Billy, Jimmy, leave it on the low low. pivot right is how savage has the white man been to people who look like us and I mean do we start with some of the more extreme examples like Ota Benga yes and you know Sarah Bartman Sarah Bartman yo you know what's crazy I I, I was at the New York Times today this week and I, I did that podcast there this week and I was walking through their office and all I could think of that story that they had about Ota Benga like basically supporting him being in, in prison in the zoo, mm-hmm. but the Sarah Bartman thing hit well, me. Well, so give the story. Of Yo, I was Savannah. reading. I was reading um, Ibram Kendi's book, and he had a passage in there about Sarah Bartman. Everybody knows who Sarah Bartman is, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, first. Oh, so yeah. first, talk about Otabenga. Who Otabenga was? Otabenga was a African. Was he a pygmy? Yeah, pygmy. Who they had put on display in the Bronx Zoo. Right. They shaved his teeth shaved down. Shaved his teeth down. Um, she kept him in a cage. cage. And, and he was in the zoo to be viewed, 
you know, and you got to understand what was going on back then, which is where we're living the results of this whole, you know, you had these racial scientists, racial theories, and, and we talk about these people like they weren't, you know, these, these social scientists and all these people, they were at the Harvards and the right. William and Marys right. and right. all right. those great science institutions and, and selling that junk science mm-hmm. saying our, our, our heads were smaller, our brains were smaller, smaller. All, this, all this shit. Right. But they had decided to put a man. He was in, Congolese. Yes. Congolese. Yeah. Put him in a cage, cage in the zoo. And 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 uh, he died in 1906. Yes. They locked him. I mean, they put him in a cage in 18. Was it 1883? Something like something to that. He was born in 1883. He died March 20th, 1916, at the age of 32 in Lynchburg, Virginia. <laughs> Suicide <laughs> by gunshot to the heart. Right. I mean, seriously, I would probably would have did the same. Now, talk about Sarah Bart. His <laughs> wife, his wife was murdered, and his two children were murdered mm. when he was captured. Mm, I'm reading on. Yo, hold on, let me keep reading. Now, Sat, like, he's 32. Sat, Sarah Bartman yeah. is a South African woman who was they put a chain around her neck, mm. ran her around Bardville. Um, she was. She was shapely. Mm-hmm. Um, Some people call it nowhere as Venus hot and tight as well. Yes, That's like more cool. Yeah. yeah, and and um, mm-hmm. she had a, 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 a shapely, beautiful black woman, mm-hmm. kind of woman that you know like most, of know, most of us most of us like. like yeah. 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 And, and now that everybody likes Oh, like yo, so they they fetishized. Yes, they they paraded her around. And they were so intrigued by her that this doctor, scientist, bullshit guy um, took her. Uh, he wanted to, you know, study her. Mm-hmm. She wasn't with it. She ends up dying of pneumonia or something like that. When she dies, they crack open her chest, crack open her genitals because they, they were mesmerized by her, the size of her genitals, studied her butt, took her, boiled her skin, took her skeletons, put them together took her genitals, her brain, put it in a jar on display in Paris up in, from 18-something when she died to 1974. It was on display. And then Mandela gets out, and in 1994, he asked Paris to send her skeleton back. They don't send her remains back to South Africa so she can have a proper burial to 2000. And two. That shit is wild. That's some wild that shit. shit wild. Like, I that's can't even, barbaric. That's, that's some barbaric. barbaric. That's barbaric. But, but it's like the dude in uh in, in Central Park. That statue. The, um, Sims. Right. The, the, uh, oh, the, the, the father of gyne- gynecology right. who was doing, with no anesthesia, um, experiments right. on black women. You know, like barbaric mm-hmm. experiments on mm-hmm. them with no anesthesia, mm-hmm. taking those results and taking it to white women and, and and giving them anesthesia and fixing them and correcting them. So when you say how bar- like I don't think we understand the level of savagery that Europeans have been willing. No other race. It's like we're animals, mm-hmm. right? And we have run into the predatory animal of the human race the and we've we've been in, incapable of 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 um living with them on our right. own terms they, like i don't think we can even imagine the level of savagery that's been done uh, in the name of civilization civilization goes west manifest destiny magna carta um just use theory 
all these things. I don't think we have the level of compre comprehension of just how savage that they were willing to be, you know, and, and it, it's, it's amazing to me. So now you have this, like, I wonder if young women and men, because you know what my problem is, too, with men, without, like, we've had to fight this white man in, in such a weird, insane way that we've kind of lost our, because think about it, they're enslaving us. As a man now, what do we in turn do? It destroys our relationship with our women. Right? And we perpetuate. We perpetuate. You know, yeah. so we start behave like our women now belong to us now because we are being, you know, oppressed. Emasculated. Yeah, emasculated by right. these guys. So that screwed us up and screwed our homes up. But now you have, you know, you listen, I love beautiful women. I'm married to one. Uh, women raise me. It's kind of, I'm ill when I look at social media and how, like, it's ill to me to see all these beautiful, first, I'm, I'm just amazed at how many beautiful black women there is. And, and varied. The beauty is, yeah. But how now the thing is that, you know, when I was little, we wasn't supposed to look at, they call them dirty magazines. Mm -hmm. Now it's like the kids could just turn on Instagram. Right. Yeah. But you know what's funny? Look, you know, but Bartman. Right. What happened? It's all, it's all over the place. I think what's interesting too, it, it for me and what you just said, it, it brings up the whole notion of ownership and autonomy and personal autonomy and how you know the the choice to have that ownership over your person. And I think swinging it back to the whole um, Instagram and social media thing is that people are volunteering volunteering this content to be consumed at mass, but then after it's out mm -hmm. there, it ain't even an image anymore. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like doctors are using images from certain women's Instagram and say, this is the re this is the result I can produce for you. <laughs> the yep. fact that we you know could we could swing from Sarah Barton, Otabanga to social media mm -hmm. in a sentence. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Is indicative of how savage mm -hmm. our culture is. Mm -hmm. Right. The idea that. Um, what happened to this? What happened to these to these um, beautiful black people? Right? What happened to these beautiful black people can be aligned with what we're doing to ourselves right. via social media is incredibly problematic. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, all we've done, we haven't really advanced mm -hmm. socially mm -hmm. as much as if we just put a lens yeah. on what we're doing. Right. Yeah. right? <laughs> particular song right here is dedicated to the black woman and it's going to pertain to all black women some of y'all disrespect yourselves because you don't know who you are in the first place this is out of common respect for all women period but uh, like this song yo i'm quite single and occasionally i mingle but aside from all the rest, she sparks my interest. No, ma'am, I don't know you. Just offering the common respect, I feel I owe you. Also, some conversation, companionship, common ground, and common sense. There's no such thing as coincidence. And me finding you here, and I really hate screaming in your ear. So some other time, okay? I waited the day. Hello, this is Carly Tobo.
from a couple of days ago, you sound tired. Forgive me if I've called you too late, but what better time to relate my state? What could I begin? Has anyone ever told you got beautiful skin? You're more than welcome. What did you decide within? I just want to be. There's no need to put titles on you and me. Those are limitations. Living and learning are our only obligations. Equality, honesty, independence, intelligence, emotion and devotion. Humbly seeking to hear God when he's speaking. At one time, my mind just couldn't conceive. A woman had to dress a certain way to believe. But in the same breath, uh, allow me to say that if you believe, young lady, you wouldn't dress that way. And I was attracted to your class. I couldn't see all your ass. And I was very content. You deserved every compliment. Now, remember how indifferences make us the same. You gotta have the game up. You ain't even gonna be able to take care of yourself. Uh, and love, when I look at you, I see my reflection. So I offer my love, affection, and protection. Shout it. You did fine, but the bottom line is, you still my sister. Like, I, I guess a good question that I would kind of pull out of that is that have we have we maxed ourselves out in terms of involvement? Mm. No, you understand what I'm saying? No, I, I, I don't. I don't and, think and, so. And the, you know, and the reason why I ask that question because if, if you know you guys touched on it like the hopelessness and then you know so, so but I, I, I'm, 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 I would love to hear the response to that. I'm I'm you're the youngest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the one. I like with that. That is it's a, it is if you're if you're in it if you're mm-hmm. like. Our two brothers, if you're in these courts every day and you're seeing people line up to get sent through jails, or even what you see, Rudy, on sets, like mm-hmm. how people are treated, and just like you say all the time, you're replaceable. Like you could come and go. It that can give you a sense of hopelessness, but at the same time, like we just and I say we humans, we just sent, we just created the the most powerful rocket ever, ever, and we sent a car with a. Uh, um, but all- with a, ma- a mannequin in it to, to 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 go around space, so I think there is hope. We just need to, it's the culture. Well, I, but I think that the, uh, what what it the, again, and this goes back to your original um, statement, where, where um, saying that our definition of success has been kind of like defined by European standard. Evolution, how we evolve as human beings, may not be what we can invent or create externally, mm-hmm. but what we can. Um, what we can pull out of ourselves internally, and I say that because maybe we're not. There's a theory that says we're we may be the, we're not the apex of of of, of, of creation. Yeah, we may actually be the bottom. There may be plants looking at us, saying, "Wow, they have to open their mouths to communicate, mm-hmm. right?" As opposed to just knowing, right? You know what I'm saying? And so the idea of the idea of evolving, whether or not we we evolve. If you look at this, we just take this table, right? Mm-hmm. And we look at this as a timeline. This, the time, and this is from the time of when we would think that time was created to now, to here, right? I would say that, I we're mean, not I, we're, we're not even, yeah, a, we're, we're not, not even, even we're not even a blip. You can't even see we're not us. even a dot in yeah. terms of mm-hmm. like humanity is not even a dot on this. So the idea that we're so important to the the, the the grand scheme of things right. is self created. But see, but I'm back, like, it's funny. You're right, Jazz. Like, the technology and the capability to push humanity in this. All right, what are the problems in humanity? Yo, it's too many. Yo, we got to feed people. Mm-hmm. We have to <laughs> house people. No, we got to want to feed yeah, people right, first. Yeah. Diseases. <laughs> yo, we've never been in a better position. To address those things, yeah, right. but no one 
It's want to, like you said, you have to want to feed people. people. Yeah. Right. And I think that's where it goes to. Um, I said this on the thread. We can't wait for our us to evolve. We no. have to start doing the things. We have to want a sustainable life, right. first off. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we have to do the things, whether it's meditation, whether it's, it's eating right. Like, mm-hmm. get Monsanto out of here and grow your own food. And and it's crazy, like you if, for people who are on the train, that like you could really be on the train and somebody could come on, say their story. I have HIV. Mm-hmm. I need twelve dollars to get back, whether it's a lie or not. And people now, don't give a fuck. Like, yo, <laughs> yo. Yeah, but that's, I seen I so, seen fucking homeless people get heckled often. But this, <clears throat> so this this brings us to our final topic, right? This is our last ten minutes, right? Is as people who have a vantage point or perspective, right? There's a certain privilege associated with having a perspective. What are we doing, right, as people with perspective to weaponize our privilege? What are our allies, right? They're white people who are on the other side of privilege, Shout out racial to Steve privilege. Lynch. Right. The one like, what are they do what are, what are they doing? What should they be doing to weaponize their privilege so that we're addressing these ills that so are so easily identifiable? So for us, for well, in my from my perspective, we are privileged. We mm-hmm. we're intelligent. We have and there's blind spots in our privilege. Yes, of course. We're all men. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah, our misogyny has to be checked sometimes. Like mm-hmm. we we are not perfect at all. Right. We don't have all the answers. But I think what we're doing is there isn't a blueprint, and we are creating one. For, yeah. We are creating one for. I said I was the youngest, but I'm the youngest. Yeah. I'm the youngest oldest member in mm-hmm. the combine. We have a lot of young people coming behind us. Right. All of the kids and our mentees. That once we're out of here, we need to have a community, and you said it the other day, that cultivates and keeps cultivating mm-hmm. this thinking and ideas and new ideas because we sit in these circles, we sit on a thread, but we can't be like the Constitution. Right. If it has to change, change it. Mm-hmm. What we say, like, have to be right. fluid. It mm-hmm. can't be a, a rigid thing in our thinking and in our growth. So I mm-hmm. think just by us putting in the work, other communities will grow. Because like we said, we can't save everybody. Right. But when somebody sees something is working... It's like I'll give it a shot. Yeah, 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 I'll give it a shot. And I've peeped that. I've peeped people. Yeah. Like, I've peeped other organizations who have like seen the work that we're doing in the schools, mm-hmm. and they may not like. They may not like have like camaraderie or may may not coalesce with us. But if it's an example for them and they use it and they do it, yo, that's and it works. That's great. Cool. Yeah. Right. But that's I think awesome. it's what you hit in the head, Jazz. Like you hit it perfectly. Like we gotta create a roadmap and a blueprint for a way to live and survive and, and thrive. Mm-hmm. And you do that through um, organization, education, self-reflection, all those things. And, and it, it's a constant thing. Like, you know, we got to get out of this habit. I think black people have been through so much and, and it's in our DNA. When you think about your DNA uh, gene pool and what's the, the tragedy that's in it, mm-hmm. um, it's, it'll, it'll blow your mind sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But... We have to get to the point where our value on this earth in this small amount of time that we have is to put in the work. Uh, you, you know, it's interesting, too, I think, um, when we talk about the work that, that the, the guys at the combine are doing. And I think there is the a people, very, the people, the, the women, the, the women, yeah, too. Yeah, so busy. So yeah. I, I stand corrected. Yeah. Um, I think. There's something, I think there's a very visible component to the work that we're all doing, but I think what, what really I think is one of the most powerful things is the intrinsic shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. How we all support each other's family, how we mm-hmm. all support each other's goals and ideals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think that, you know, that foundational um, attack on each of the individuals, the massaging, the grooming of the pack, if you will, um, is one of the one of the things that I find most valuable about the combine. Um, and I think those who maybe missed the mark in terms of trying to have that a similar visual aesthetic to what the combine is, is projecting, I think the one thing they really kind of got to understand is that if you don't really see one another as as I'm 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 a, I'm responsible for this individual because they're in my community. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible for this individual because they check in on my kids and mm-hmm. I think if you don't recognize that, if you don't understand, if you don't nurture that, then all of that shit is is yeah. just fickle, fickle, you know. Yeah. yeah. And and for me, I, for me personally, like, you know, we got to be careful on who we ally with too. Mm-hmm. Right. Cuz you know, we live in a day and age where it's very easy to get the wrong people in your circle. Right. We've been there. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't need <laughs> but it's, it's not a... Like we said, we're going through it. It's not an easy journey. Right. Know? And we dealt with it accordingly. Yep. And... Even with that, I wonder if sustainability was a, was an issue. Like, is there something that could have helped that guy? Or, I don't know. I think we have to be accountable. There was something... No. 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 Was he going through something that we didn't notice? I think that the the... That's one of those things where as you organize and as you build, you're going to go through that. And I think that there was a mechanism in place where there were enough people reaching out and saying, yo, brother, are you okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on with you? And I think that um, at a certain point, you know, that's one of those things where you you have to recognize that he just didn't have a like mind. Yeah, and you can't speak to everyone's agenda. Nope. And you you never, and that's something that I, as you get older, you know, you realize certain people are attracted for people are attracted for different reasons That's right. Right. to certain things. Mm-hmm. But so our 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 constant goal is to hold ourselves accountable, hold each other accountable, stick together, educate. Because when you're doing that, that is the the common thread and create a framework create, for these yes, kids. That, and yeah. that framework is very important because mm-hmm. these kids, you know, kids kids behind us, they watching us. Mm-hmm. Right. They, you know, they listening, but they, they watching more than more they listen. listening. Right. And, and, you know, so, I don't know. Figure this shit out. So, what do we expect, um, what do we expect of ourselves when it comes to, right, when we, when we see examples of this Me Too moment, right, that's happening right now, what are we expecting of ourselves to make sure that we're checking for blind spots in our privilege? I can't see what's behind me. Mm-hmm. I can't even see me right now, right? <laughs> you can see me, right? Mm-hmm. And so, how 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 are we checking each other so that we're not, um, you know, falling into these pitfalls? You know, Baldwin speaks about um, the myths that we all carry um, about ourselves; these perceived <laughs> ideals that we all have about our individual selves. And I think that if you're a smart person, if you're a reflective person then you will try to keep those individuals in your circle, in your community that will constantly give you that feedback mm-hmm. about how you're putting yourself into the community. I mean, you guys have done it more than a few times to me, and I know that that has allowed me to kind of appropriate and adjust myself and how I project myself in, in the larger spaces that I occupy. So I think anybody who's like really, really trying to like grow and like really have some shit going on in the world, like you gotta have motherfuckers that's going to be And they allow you to be the best version of yourself. For for me, it's funny you said that, Martin. Like I I, I feel that totally. But like today, 
I'm having a conversation with a with a person who I prosecuted when he was <laughs> 19 years old, who so did 11 years jail, mm-hmm. who finds himself at the combine mm-hmm. mentoring program because he said he's seen us. Wait, wait, now, you got to get the backstory. All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was yo, a powerful yo, moment. Yeah, yeah. One of All right, the, real, the real, real. I, this is this is wild story. In 1999, 2000, me and Phil. Um, Fake tech guy on the combine. Team. <laughs> is, is that is that um, is that uh, is, we live we living on Gates in Washington at the Melrose crib. I give one of my first trials. This is one of my first trials. The facts are a dude is walking around Flatlands with a forty five, mm. and he's pimping. He got a he got a young woman on the track. The track is the blade. Is is the you know that's what. It, you, you sell, sell, you hook, sell right. the sex, mm-hmm. the pimps be hooking. Um, he on the blade over there on Flatlands, and um, he sees his 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 prostitute, his woman, and he run downs on her with a forty five. Sergeant Anthony Miranda and another a very well known cop at the time and his partner see it, they chase him, and they arrest him, loaded forty five. You can't make this shit up. He has a book on him. He has the Iceberg Slim <laughs> book manual. on him. The manual. He has a manual on him. He's like, wait a minute. He's like, this is a Yo, get the four five, run back. Yo, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is my trial. This is like, yo, this is a trial attorney's dream. Like, yo, these facts. So I wrote, I, I never forget, I wrote my summation. It was one of the few times I wrote, I haven't written a summation yet since, but I wrote my summation out. It was like a book I had wrote. I forgot what I did. It was a story. I, I, I modeled it off of the Iceberg Slim right, book. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So that was, the, that was the presentation. So, you know, I come in firing. I'm firing. I got this shit together. Um, the victim, she in the street. So I open up without a victim because right. she she's out here still hooking. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where she at. You know the detective comes in while I'm I finish opening and he's like, "Yo, got it." I'm like, "Oh shit! All right, we can keep going." And he got convicted of this shit. His nickname he was in the Bloods. He was in GKB, um, Bloody Watts, and and I always thought about him because on the paperwork he was given aliases when he got caught. And one of his aliases, he gave his date of birth as seven seventeen, which is my birthday. So I, I, I felt always connected to, right. to this to this dude who I even prosecuted. I never forget. And he was right. I when you know during the summation, I got in his face, not in his face, but I, right. I pointed at him and right. did all that, you know. And he got convicted. And Judge Domingo, Patricia Domingo, gave him eleven years. Mm. Um, she's on TV now on Hot Bench. So. <laughs> Last week, me, Phil, and Jazz are uh, going to my homie Brazil's birthday party, which was really like a, it was like a um, reunion for all the gangsters in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> literally, that's really what it was. Right. So everybody in there, everybody was in there. And we online, Jazz and, and Phil get in, my other homie Steve and them walk by, and dude says, yo, wait. Steve is like, yo, nah, you don't know that? That's Kim Montgomery. Now, dude, Steven says, I know who he is. I just want to talk to him for a second. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is going on? You know, we're going to scrap him. And he pulled me inside. He said, yo, I'm Steven Watkins. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, yo, what's up, man? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, I just want to tell you, I see what you and your brothers are doing. I think that's important. And yo, man, I just want to tell you what you said about me was wrong. I was like, wow. 
20, almost 20 years later, damn it. Never left him. He never left him. And he said, yo, that wasn't me. What you said wasn't me. So when we was in today and he's telling the story um, of, what did he say? He said, yo, this motherfucker said I was a despicable, despicable human, human being. being. Yeah. He's like, yo, I never forgot that shit. And how I circulate back is, it made me realize I may be in my head. I'm this attorney. I didn't, you know, whatever. I'm just a part of a bigger narrative. We just apart. Mm -hmm. Like everybody right. goes through life thinking, yo, me, me, me. It's all about me. And like the particles of life is circling around you when you really just a particle. Mm -hmm. And that's what this shit made me. I'm sitting there listening to him. And that's what this shit made me realize is that instead of us approaching life as the center of all things, maybe we should be comfortable adding on. Mm. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you enlarge your humanity. Yeah. Like your ability to be able to put yourself in his shoes. Your ability to be able to see from his perspective enlarges your own humanity. Because, yo, listen, up until this morning, I'm getting up thinking, like, yo, man, this motherfucker might try to set it on me or something, man. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying, but... That was interesting that you had that opportunity, though, with him to kind of, like, make that that, mm -hmm. that that new connection. Mm -hmm. I think that's a brilliant thing, It's beautiful too. that he was receptive. Yeah. Right? He was able to take time out to reflect and think on his... Yeah. And accepting the, accepting the responsibility of his own actions. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was rare, though. Most of that's us don't... rare, because he put you in a position to have to call him a despicable human mm -hmm. being. He yeah. put you in a position to have to stand against him. You know what was interesting, too, is, is, is his, his reflection on how he got to where he was at. Yeah. Like, what he said concerning... Father figure, the chip on his shoulder, chip on his shoulder. You know, the mom. He kept saying passive. His mm -hmm. mom was passive love. But that makes sense though, because once you once you start wilding out, the mom's kind of like, I can't, I can't get a headache. So we gonna we gonna, gonna wrap. Mm -hmm. The mom. He said technically, you know, the mom was the side, side piece. Oh yeah, and maybe that yeah. was her goal, and so that probably hurt her. So all she could do is bury herself in work. Mm -hmm. Isn't well, that the hope we're talking about, though? Is we go, it today, we got, like, so we got we to gotta wrap up. We, we got to wrap up. But I think, obviously, that is a prime example of the important work that's right. being done. That's what I was And getting. so, the important work that must continue. So, until next time, mm -hmm. deuces from the combine. Word up. so blind we can't see we cannot see the creator of a tree the creator of a bee the creator of you and me what are you doing to make things better well you see we are scientists of sound we're mathematically putting it down and you know we're trying to find to the light. What do you mean by the key to the light? Well, brother, you see, from the darkness came the light. We need that light to find peace and unity because there's so much illusion and confusion, so much destruction, so much corruption. Well, you know, that's why we have to save the children Because you're going to play a very important part So you must continue to strive And bring this peace and unity Because this only way we can find heaven Is through peace and unity
Would that be heaven? Yes, you know, that would be heaven at once. One of the first things I think young people, especially nowadays, should learn how to do is speak for yourself and uh, listen for yourself and think for yourself and then you can come to an intelligent decision for yourself. But if you form the habit of uh, going by what uh, you hear others say about someone, or going by what others think about someone, instead of going and searching that thing out for yourself and seeing for yourself, you will be walking west when you think you're going east. You'll be walking east when you think you're going west. So this generation, especially of our people, uh, have a burden upon them themselves, more so than at any other time in history. Uh, the most important thing we need to learn how to do today is think for ourselves. It's good to keep wide open ears and listen to what everybody else has to say. But when you come to make a decision, you have to weigh all of what you've heard uh, on the, of its own and place where it belongs. And then come to a decision for yourself, and you'll never regret it. But if you form the habit of uh, taking what someone else says about a thing without checking it out for yourself, you'll find that other people will have you hating your own friends and loving their enemies. And this is uh, one of the things that our people are beginning to learn today, that it's very important Think out a situation for yourself. If you don't do it, then you'll always be maneuvered into actually, you'll never fight your enemies, but you will find yourself fighting uh, your own self.